rejoice! Rejoice, I know I'm- Welcome back to One Track Minds, now uh, officially called 1TM on, on most platforms, hopefully. Um, I'm your one of your hosts, Evan, and I'm here with Matt. Hey, what's going on? Have we changed the name on all of the... Like, have you adjusted it so it's 1TM? I need to do that, but it should be by <laughs> the time that anyone is listening to this. One of our seven subscribers listens to this. It should be uh, changed. <laughs> I, I think that's right. Yeah, we have we have seven. Hello to all seven of you. Um, yeah. So this is a show where we select a song um, from a band, usually in the uh, realm of uh, emo or hardcore, um, and we take a song and we look at it in contrast with the rest of the album, and then pull back a little bit and look at it in contrast with maybe the whole discography, and um, that's why it's called One Track Minds. Um, yeah, so I had the pick this week, so I picked uh, an album that is like super important in a sense to me. <laughs> so like, um, it's been one of my favorites since probably it came out in two thousand four. So um, any attack on the album is an attack on me, Matt. Um, and it's uh, as the roots undo by Circle Twa- takes the square. Um, so I know that this kind of takes another left turn which i always seem to do here um into still has like a foot in melodic kind of emo but um definitely the other foot is in like grindcore um maybe screamo um but like the really (laughs) you know unpalatable kind um so matt i will ask you did you did you listen to it i'm sure you did because you're a good uh host but uh what <laughs> I did, did you think i listened to it like three or four times i've listened to it like a decent amount uh listened to it on on one of my on one of my longer runs and uh i've listened to it a couple times since then um before we jump into it uh can we quickly just uh give like a quick rundown of circle takes the square so they're an american like you said screamo hardcore band from savannah georgia and this is as the roots undo is the the first of two records that they ended or two full albums that they ended up releasing at least so far throughout the lifespan of the band which they're still together oh are they yeah, they actually didn't uh, like. That. I think so. I don't. Think, I don't know if they're recording anything. I don't know if they're right. touring, but they're like still technically. I don't think they've officially disbanded. Oh, great! Um, and and the but, song uh, I selected, which I didn't yeah. mention, sorry, uh, was um, "Interview at the Ruins," which I have a good reason for selecting that. But we'll get into that. But just wanted to make sure everyone was on the same page. And go ahead and continue. I do. I do want to hear. I do want to hear about it. I. Uh, I. I liked it. I, I did like it. I, I the whole the record as a whole was uh was was fantastic. Uh it's not a genre that I typically delve into, at least not like the more abrasive like subsection of it. So mm-hmm. it's definitely this podcast is taking me out of my comfort zone for sure. It's like moving me kind of away from like I will I will go 
very like emo with some screaming. I'll take like a side of screaming with my emo, whereas <laughs> yeah. this is more like screamo with a side of emo. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I kind of knew like it's just I don't know. I started with black eyes, you know. Like this is um, I, I kind of knew that this would be not a challenge, but like um. Maybe even just like educational in a sense for you, like just to like, because this is like a really weird, like, here's some like sugar with your medicine. Uh, like, it really sneaks in the like screamo stuff, but then it's like all coated with these really nice like melodies and things that I thought you would like. So I'm glad yeah, to hear there you is like a melodicism. It. There is a melodicism to it for sure. And when I was reading interviews around the time that the record came out, or maybe a couple years later, um, he did say that he was listening to, um, you know, a lot of Orchid and like page 99, but also listening to Modest Mouse and listening to Built a Spill, which is more kind of like my wheelhouse. So mm -hmm. I I think that that's probably what spoke to me. The the interview, uh, the song interview at the ruins uh, is one of the kind of more slow down sort of like spacious songs on the record where yeah. it's very intense beforehand and then you sort of get this like breather with this song and i do love the almost like gregorian chants at the end that ended up repeating itself at least in guitar form at the end of the record yes so and at the beginning so you, it's whistled so that's why i chose this song because uh... like there's like this thing about it that song that's like almost the the what am i what's the word like apex or uh there's a better word for that um can you help me out here sorry i can't think of the word that i'm looking for and it mm. means like apex or like uh crescendo but it's like used in storytelling the climax, the climax. Oh, geez i knew <laughs> i knew every word to describe that word except for the word itself um yeah so uh it's like a climax so you're building up to like almost so melodically it the whole album just to me tells a story even without without words so that's and and that song interview at the ruins is like in the middle holding up the two ends and it kind of reminds me of something like you would see in like the darth vader theme or something like that's the theme like melodically the musically the actual theme song of the record or theme melody of the record and um and it, and it it does it subtly enough that like the whole thing just has this really beautiful through line so you don't feel like like just like how you kind of knew that it repeated in the album but like you didn't really think of it from the intro where it's being whistled and stuff like that. So like, I did not, I did not notice that, that that was, I noticed obviously the whistling at the beginning. I didn't, mm -hmm. I didn't notice that it was the same uh, theme. And then nothing, I mean, nothing musically for me hits as good as that end of that interview at the ruins when that melody just comes in and then it's, we'll play a clip. So that for me, I don't know. There's, I like the album as a whole. I think it starts off like really punchy and like kind of gets you excited. But then when it gets to that, you're like, oh, it's like, there's a lot more to this. Like there's something going on. Um, and Godspeed You Black Emperor was actually also in that same interview, which I actually read. Um, 
I say actually because I usually don't read anything <laughs> before we do these shows. Um, the uh, yeah, they were inspired or Drew was inspired by um, Godspeed You Black Emperor, and they I don't know how familiar you are with them, but like the recording. Oh, I'm very familiar with okay. Godspeed. I I I that was one of one of my favorite shows. I I took a bus to. Uh, I took a bus to go see them uh, just by myself, and it was very powerful. It was just a very sounds... beautiful night. It was for uh, Alleluia the, the the, when that record came down, out. And the billboards were all leering. And the flags were all dead. So that kind of, I, I see that in the, in the beginning of Interview of the Runes with the voice, and, and in the middle when the voices are playing. Um, that kind of really reminds me of. Um, godspeed you black emperor where they're kind of like painting a, a a picture separate from from the music so i love that as well um and actually and that's since what you're kind of looking for oh sorry what's oh, that no go ahead sorry that's kind of what i'm looking for in these records and sort of like what i'm when we go back to records that maybe i listened to when i was younger uh the early maybe early 2000s uh to see to see if there is that cohesion because i think when i I think I look back now, I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know if there was that level of forethought that clearly circle takes the square put into their records. I don't know if that was going into a lot of the, the, the emo records of the mid early to mid two thousands. I I'm curious to go back at some point and listen to some of those records and see if they really pulled up on a re-listen. Yeah, I mean, when you think about what what it used to be, where it's like that everything is part of it. So like the the Almart and everything that's all like important to it. It's like the opposite of commercial commercialization, you know. Like it's like genuinely something important to these people who are making it, um, and they want to be involved in every single aspect. Like you wouldn't, like you don't get that from great bands, even like you know. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I almost said Blink One Eighty Two, but <laughs> that's just <laughs> that says a lot about me. Um, you know, God, they're great fans. Um, yeah. So I did. I saw them. They came to the town where you and I grew up. I don't know if you in two thousand four or five. I don't know if you. No, you I did not go to that show. I would have loved to. So yeah, that is one of for me. You were saying, um, you know, Godspeed You Black Emperor was a great, and then that made me think like that show for me was actually incredible and um i i thought it was amazing like he like they brought up a tape recorder and like when they played uh, interview the ruins like the the voice like the interview whatever's in the background like the voices like he play he held it up to the microphone and was playing it as like the music was going and uh i might have been a little bit too stupid to kind of understand what i was seeing in in like fully but um yeah it was really good um we were blessed uh, to have, I don't know who is promoting those shows, but to have somebody bringing in uh, some pretty incredible bands into sure. our town to play in a school gym, which was amazing. Yeah. This is going to mean nothing to, to to people listening, but Dylan put on that show. So Dylan put that show on. Yeah. No way. Um, okay. Good so, job, Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I think so, I would like to hear maybe... If you had a standout track that or or was an interview at the ruins or let me quickly pull up the track list. I spent a lot of time with this record, so I feel like if I look at the track list i'll I'll be mm-hmm. able to 
And the other thing I was like, oh, you know what's good? It's a nice quick listen. And then what's funny is so, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm gushing because it's like one of my favorite albums. So this is how it feels, I guess, to pick one of your favorite albums um, for this show. But um, I was like, yeah, it's a nice quick record. And I see there's a nine minute song <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it doesn't I, feel like a quick record. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, you know, I'm going to throw it on my run. I will tell you that it did increase the pace that I ran at. <laughs> I think I'm looking at the track list now. I, like I do. I do think that Interview at the Ruins is one of yeah. the best tra- songs on the record. But yeah, um, be- it's it's just a, like none of the songs specifically stand out. It's a cohesive it is whole which is which is i think what they were going for and that's exactly um, what i was saying an interview at the ruin stands out i think because well, not only because i picked it but because it it holds the whole record up i think um do you, what do you think of the fact that they didn't they didn't record another record until 2012 so they yeah. went they they went uh i can't do math what is that eight years or something like eight uh before recording the next one and they have not recorded anything since what do you what do you think of of that and they clearly do not care about commercial success at all right and like that's part of what makes it amazing i don't think that they needed like i i decompositions <laughs> i'm looking at i'm on wikipedia right now and it's like decompositions volume number one is what it's called. volume so one we're still Where's waiting volume on two? <laughs> um I, I think that they as the Roots and New stands on its own, they don't they didn't need to do a follow up. I don't I don't think I mean that it would be a classic in the genre forever. It's it's well loved. Um, Decompositions came out in 2012. I was I re- I was just a person in 2012. I was pretty much the same person I am now. And I remember I remember it coming out and listening to it. And it, it's never gripped me the same. I've even tried to like t- to listen to it kind of more recently. And um it's not because they weren't on Spotify actually when I first got Spotify and I was really disappointed. And then when they came on to Spotify, I mean, two years ago or something, I, um, I checked out, I checked out decompositions and, um, yeah, it, I can't remember much about it. So yeah, as the roots and due to me just stands on its own as, as really but, solid. But I was shocked. I was shocked that there was only one record because they the band hung heavy over my head like they 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 held uh like i knew that they were an important band like and maybe it's just because they came to our te- our city maybe that's had, had why know, like had it you had known about them so you had known about them of course yeah okay. like i i considered that like in my head i'm like i like filed them under like important hardcore band that i have not listened to deeply <laughs> And 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 so like I went to the I went to the Spotify and I was like they only have <laughs> they have they have they two have records, two albums, yeah. and 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 like the 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 subsequent record couldn't possibly have been part of like what was happening at the time when I knew of them because it hadn't been released so it was just that one record and I do understand by the way, um, I don't have a Sputnik review for you, however, Sputnik did a best of uh 20 the the first 10 years of the 2000s of the aughts yep and they rated uh this record number three i mean maybe they know what they're talking about over there is funding i don't know yeah i think is better than we thought (laughs) yeah the number three of the entire early 2010s uh of the entire decade that's that's great i mean i know that i'm putting you to this and we're gonna do an end of uh we're gonna do some end of year uh 
count countdown episodes i'm sure i feel like uh listing top albums of different decades is for sure in our future <laughs> but sure um as the roots undo i mean for me personally it's definitely up there as like yeah without a doubt um i just i love it so much and I, anyone listening i think who hasn't heard it should definitely go check it out i'm i had no idea to be honest that this band was like as influential as as they were for a long time i just thought like oh this is like a weird band that came to my town once and uh i like go back to this record every once in a while um but turns out yeah everybody else loves them too because they're great um but yeah i'm glad that you you checked it out so you you probably would never have kind of dipped your toe into that unless uh i wouldn't have i wouldn't have which is the beautiful part of this podcast and uh i'm ready if you are to jump into what we're going to talk about next week unless you want to kind of wrap up the conversation on this one um no i think we touched on everything there's like not not too much to say that isn't just reading like um stuff our people have already said so um uh, out of fear of just gushing too much i think we should we can move along um so uh yeah and we're doing for july we're doing all canada which should be easy because uh a lot of my favorite bands are canadian so um man yeah i'm excited to hear what you have for me i do struggle with it because i am like the more i am i am like mainstream that is what is my name mainstream. so I am definitely uh, not maybe as connected to the Canadian scene as I could be, but I do have a song for us to listen to, and I'm going to I'm 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 really going to play into kind of my character now. I think I'm going to start picking more pop punkish, emo ish songs since to balance out the abrasive. <laughs> hardcore music that we are also listening to so, so i'm gonna we're like a buddy cop we're like a buddy cop movie and, and yeah, you're yeah. the good cop and i'm the, like the wild good cop i'm gonna sweeten it a little bit uh with um don't ever tell Locke what he can't do by monian oh well okay yeah you know that <laughs> i mean monian was definitely gonna be on my list of uh choices, was they, so. were they on your I list too no way anyway oh, we'll talk no, about it okay. next week for sure <laughs> right. i'm i'm Anyway, yeah, this is the thing. We we should just stream live live twenty four hours and just keep picking stuff and talking about it. Um, I think we could. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, we have a TikTok. Um, if you're on TikTok, you can tr- you can search one TM Pod. Um, we're still one track minds on on the podcasting apps, but that may change. So if the title changes, just be aware. Um, we have uh, an email, uh, one track minds podcast at gmail.com. You can email us uh, if you want to give us suggestions of maybe it'd be fun to pick something that neither Matt nor I have ever heard and uh, do a first time listen. So, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. Anything else you want to talk about, Matt? That's pretty much it. But we are also like open to suggestions for different uh ideas for the show we want to keep doing this where we're going back and forth with different songs but if you have any ideas that we could do with um different themes for the for the show different episodes that we could do uh hit us up uh i think you can respond to the spotify i think that will will come to us what's our do you remember our email address 
Yeah, I just I said it earlier. One track minds podcast at gmail dot com. Yeah, I must have just uh, zoned out. There. My <laughs> bad. No problem. All right. All right so well, happy Canada I'm good. Day. Bye everybody. Yeah. Uh, see you guys. <laughs>